good afternoon. How are you? What time is it? Um, it is exactly um, six minutes past six, well, thereabouts. Yeah, you, you should be about five-ish, aren't you? Yeah, that's And you're off to Australia. Yeah, day after tomorrow. Okay, and I'm cl thank you for making the time. I really appreciate it. Because I know we were going to try and catch you there, but um, it seemed to work out better than we did. We're on the same time frame here. Yes. Down there, it would be problematic. It would, yeah, well, for me. <laughs> but um, congratulations um, on the new book. Um, I think pretty much everyone who you probably speak to is a, a bit of a fan of yours. Uh, well, thank you, yeah. I'm pleased with the reaction. I was a bit... Um, one that I've had doubts about when I was writing it, so I'm, I'm pleased it's, uh, it's turned out more or less as I hoped it would, that it's gone down so well. Yes. It was the one that I, you know, just every day I just wondered, because of the nature of the, the subject matter, I just wondered if it was um, the right choice, you know, I mean, make these choices and you have to see them through to the end. True. I mean, what was the inspiration to do it? Well, it, I, I became a father again a couple of years ago, and so suddenly you're, you're immersed in this parallel world of obstetricians and gynecologists mm. and scans and midwives and all that. So mm. my wife was, was pregnant, but really it was from a, a specific incident when she went um, down to Harley Street for, mm. a, for a 12 week scan, a nuchal scan, mm. where they give the odds of, of Down syndrome. Yeah. You have to decide whether you want to have further surgery and uh, and there was a couple standing outside this this office on Harley Street quite a young couple mid-twenties a man and a woman and they were holding each other and crying mm. I just I think you know the only qualification you need to be a writer is a curiosity about other people yes. and they just stayed with me you know, that couple just stayed with me and I wondered what their story was mm. Mm. Um, you know whether you know just what they'd been told because you, you know they can tell you there are people that are told that the 12-week scan, the baby's not there anymore, True. the baby's dead. Yeah. And um, I just thought, it's, you know, it's really, it's such, you know, it's the great story, it's a great human drama, mm. and um, just the unfairness of it all, you know, the random nature of it all, people desperately wanting children that yeah. can't conceive, people that are not so keen mm. pregnant, and just, um, and you never know where your hurdles are going to be, you know, you don't know you don't know where, where you're going to get tripped up. True. And, um, I just thought this is this is really the... Because I think subjects find writers rather than the other way around. And yes. I, and it, after that, after seeing that couple, it was really just working out how to tell the story. And if I, you know, if I could get away with telling it from the female point of view, I mean, how I would do that. Yes. Know? I mean, that's the big thing is, like, you know, um, what qualifies you. But yes, absolutely, because, you know, you're a father... Um, and you've lived through it, but that the observation is your qualification. Yeah, and I, I mean, I knew that I'd need a lot of, um, a, just a lot more research, a lot more legwork on mm. this one than I had in the past. You know, I could have stayed in a room for a year and produced Man and Boy at the end of it, but this one I really needed to talk to women and uh, just to get that, you know, just kind of the authentic voice, really. Mm. And you tend to be an expert in the things that you been through. Yeah. I mean, my, my daughter was um, six weeks premature, you know, she was yeah. incubated for the first three weeks of her life. So I know all about yeah. the intensive care unit, I know all about that, but just the, you know, just what it feels like when you're nine months pregnant. And that's just the, you know, the real inside, inside knowledge, what it feels, I mean, I know what a 
Kazarian looks like, but yes. it feels like. No, no, no. But I mean, it, it, I mean, to the point that this book would have only did you only start writing it after the birth of your daughter? Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, after after I saw that couple, yes, you know, six months before she was born, this and that. That's when I knew that I wanted to do. Mm. Um, but. You know, women will talk to you about this stuff. Yeah. You know, a couple of women said to me, well, it's just like, yeah, it's cesarean, it's just like having someone do the washing up in your stuff. Yes, which is brilliant. I mean, I think I've always appreciated your, you know, the, the way you describe it, you know, and many things, both, you know, emotional and physical. Because uh, I think that that's where, you know, people, you know, can, can attach a, I don't know, sort of almost a, um, as if they know you because they can relate to, well, you relate to, to their circumstances, I think. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a thing that we all go through in one way or another, and, and yet there's just a complete unfairness and injustice about the whole thing, you know, and um, you don't know quite what you, you know, I mean, I really learned a lot when we were in that intensive care unit for yeah. three weeks, where you see people that are coming in and, you know, maybe their baby's just been born with a hole in the heart, mm. yeah, maybe they've got two kids already, Yeah, yeah. people like that, for couples like that, they think, well, yeah, it happens. The bad stuff happens to other people. Well, that's the thing. Nature. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, even in the book, I mean, uh, you know, what I found interesting was that you know, you took, although one family, three very different personalities. Um, you know, and um, and each, you know, regardless of their place in the world, suffered the same emotional, you know, um, strain. Yeah, yeah. So, and I had a young female editor for the first time. It's just the way it worked out that the guy that I'd worked with, my editor. Um, the Hob Collins publisher left and and my new editor was young and female and uh, she was I mean she was very very good at encouraging me to keep the male voices in there you know mm. to, to make because my you know my my approach was it's a female story and I've got to have the the, the nerve and the guts to tell it from the female point of view mm. she said you know you write the men but you know make them more brutally honest than you, you've been in the past. Yeah, yeah, which so I think she, you were. Yeah. yeah, so she encouraged she encouraged that. And, you know, I mean, the, an editor is really, you know, they're a bit like a Sherpa guide, really. Yes. You know, they sort of, they just give you the head towards that peak, you know, and that that's exactly what you need when, when you're in the middle of something like this. Mm. You, know, mm. you know, so I always listen to listen to my editor, and, they, you know, usually they, they're not reading it. They don't, they don't read no. it until it's actually finished, but they... If you've got a good editor, they will um, point you in the right direction. Yes, and I mean, as I say, of, of all the books that you've, you know, that you've written to date, I mean, would 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 you say that this was the the hardest one to write? Yeah, I think it's the, it's the hardest one, and it's also my favourite. I mean, I think it's just because of a wider range of characters, a wider range of human experience, mm. and every day, I. Um, you know, so I, have I bitten off more than I can chew? You know? mm. Just, be, you know, just the because I knew I wanted to try and cram it all in. You know, I wanted mm. to write about postnatal depression, and mm. I mean, I wanted to, and I wanted to write about things that I'd experienced, but also things that are beyond my experience. And but you can, you know, I think you just have to, you just have to use the tools you need. You know, mm. I think every write writer's limited to you know, you've got you've got experience. Got imagination, mm. got research, and there's mm. the three tools: experience, imagination, and research. Mm. And you just have to work. You know, you just have to work out which uh, which one, which tool to, you need. I mean, I've had a few girlfriends who um, who had a boy.
abortions when they were much younger, mm. and and it came, you know, and none of them, none of them went through it lightly. No, no. in their twenties and thirties and forties, and none of them, you know, none of them emerged unscathed from it. So you know, it's memory too. Sure. You, know, you remember, you remember this, and uh, so it's, it was definitely the toughest one. But, yeah. Uh, it's the one I'm most pleased with. I think you, you know, the more you, I mean, there is always the danger that you're gonna foul you know mm-hmm. technically you know you're going to foul and I, and I knew that there would be people you know women and maybe men too that would object to the outright or even attempting to do this but that, that didn't worry me so much it's, it's just um, you know just not being able to do it but please too, because I mean, I think you know, you you would get that. I think regardless, that people would, um, you know, would say, you know, um, that how could you do this? Yes, you have research, you know, you have awareness, you have all of these things, but yet, um, I think you've you've proven a lot of people wrong that, you know, the male perspective, in all of it, even through the research, I think you know, is um, has been seen really and voiced probably for the first time in, you know, in this way. Yeah. You know, the fiction. I, I, I also think that. You know, some of the best books about war have been written by women. Barker is a terrific war novelist, and uh, you know, traditionally that would be a completely male subject. And I don't, I don't. I guess she's she's written some of the best war novels of recent times. So I don't think you know. I think I uh, anyway. I can't. I mean, what I think mm. really is that you're stuck with your subject now. I, I, this was the only idea I had. You know, it was the only idea I was really interested in, and. Um, I tend to, and I think most writers tend to be like that. It's not so different from from being a journalist. You know, if you're going to interview someone, you think about them, and there's that really intense period of research, and then you move on to someone completely different and a completely different world, and it's um, that's what it takes. You know, mm. completely immersing yourself in the subject. Mm. The job's done. And then so to the point that you, you know, then look for the next challenge, I suppose. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd, I know I'd, I'd actually just be, um, I just finished reading um, one for my baby, I think. And um, and at that point I was going, well, best you write a book soon because I, I, you know, I think people, people build such a close relationship with you and, and, and your characters that they don't function very well when, you, when you're not, you know, um, when you're not writing. So, which I think is nice, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, think I feel like I've got. A, a, I mean, it's such an intimate thing to to read to read a book. It's just such such an intimate transaction mm. the writer and the reader, and mm. um, um, you know all this competing media that's out there. There's still nothing quite as intimate and moving as profound. When you know when it's something that, that engages you. Yes, yes, and that I think you know. I mean, I think there's there's a number, and it's interesting to me is that the majority of. Um, uh, well, a lot of a lot of British writers seem to seem to have gotten it better, I think, than than perhaps some of their American counterparts. I mean, I stand. I mean, it's a very broad, you know, it's a gross generalisation, but I mean, um, you know, not to compare, but I mean, the stuff that Mike Gale has done in recent years, and um, you know, even Marion Keys for you know for what she does, um, yeah. the human condition, I think, is, and I think it's because, you know, I think the English are very good at. At laughing at themselves, and 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 not to you know not to lessen the severity of a, of a situation, but they can you know that you seem to have this knack of being able to get through it. I mean, you know, as your parents, that my parents got through you know wars, um, you know, um, and a lot of the time I think you know that that's the strength, and it, could, it definitely comes through you know in each of the in each of the yeah. books. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I admire Marion Keys because the, although she writes, you know, popular fiction, yes. sort of, but 
there's always that kind of bit of grit in there. Yeah. She yeah. said she's had her own trials and tribulations in her life. You know, she hasn't had an easy life. No. And, um, I think you get a sense of that. You know, I think, and I think people actually are ready for that. You know, they're yeah. ready for that. They don't need just the. They don't. They they like that. Mm-hmm. Bit of in the oyster. You know, they like that reflection of, of the dark stuff. Sure. As with you, I mean, the thing is, you know, there is substance in everything that you, you do. I mean, as much as it may be fiction, there's, you know, 99% of it could all, you know, could and did happen, you know, to, certainly if not to you, to someone, um, you know, and I think that people appreciate because um, as as I've read, as you know, as many people would have read your, your books, I mean, there's, there's so many situations that are so common. I mean, I think, you know, many times people think that they are, you know that their situation is unique, and 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 all that you have, you know, what you've done is say that you know that I don't know, sort of put it in a in a popular context, I suppose, and said, look, you know, you're you're not that strange, you're not that. Um, Where's well, that? I mean, I think that's what, what you know. That's the great charge that we get from from any kind of art is that you know that recognition factor. Mm. If you've got a broken heart and you're listening to the radio, yeah, and every sad song seems to be about you. And you're <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, I mean, I think that's the gift that you have, um, you know, to certainly, you know, with, with that insight that you, you know, that if, if you don't get it, you go out and find out where it comes from. And that, that's, I think that's, you know, that's, that's obviously one of the many attributes of a great writer is that you, you know, you take the time to, to understand all sides um, so that when you do write about it, that it is, um, it is objective. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the multiple protagonists in this one. I did like yes. having a wider cast of characters, you know, so you're not stuck, just stuck with the, you know, the, the one. Yes. Um, you know, that's, you know, you just get a, because, you know, you could, you could take a, you could take any one of the things, you know, and mm. land pregnancy or infertility or, yes. you know, not, not knowing when to stop pressing. True, because, I mean, there's, biological clock. yeah, I mean, and there's, I mean, each character has their own, you know, um, has their own situation, um, and all of them, you know, live throughout the, the book. I mean, that's, you know, you, as you say, you're sort of almost torn between, I mean, I think everybody will choose their favorite or the person that they, or situation that they can relate to the most, but um, as you say, there was a, certainly a, a lot more, um, a lot more there, and I mean, so say, you, I don't think you could have wished, wished them um, any more, um, you know, any, any more complication in their lives, you know, no. beyond, <laughs> beyond their mother, you know? very quickly from there. Yeah, and it's, it's good because it's such a, you know, it's a pro-maternity book. And yes. It's, um, it's good to have dissenting voices in there. It's good yes. to have the mother that, you know, doesn't want to be a mother and it's good to have the husband that feels neglected by his wife. Yes. The husband that feels the child would ruin their yes. relationship. So it's good to, you know, it's good to have those counterpoints and those opposing voices. But I mean... I mean, the, the, the challenge surely must be that, uh, you know, th- these are things that have been written about, um, you know, by, you know, countless many, but to do it in such a way that, um, you know, that's, you know, that you can pull people in. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I mean, you know, you, the, a book, I guess it's like writing a song, it never yes. quite comes out as you've got it in your head, you know, I mean, I knew that I wanted to write about childcare, I knew that, I think that's really, as our, as our, families fragment and you know we rely increasingly on strangers to look after our children mm. and mothers and grandmothers you know it's, I think it's a really really interesting issue and I've been you know, surround myself with 
books about childcare and mm. nannies and mm. so on. And it really ended up just being a couple of scenes. You know, it just ends up being just a couple of scenes because everything has to serve the story. Everything yeah. has to, you can't, you know, you can't have so much luggage that you, you miss the train. Yes, that's the thing. The story's got to keep rattling along, but I think mm. it's good to, you know, it's good to have that kind of vaunting ambition for, for your work. And, you know, and even if you don't quite make it to how you imagine, you know, it's still, um, you know, it's still, it's still worth attempting. And yes. um, I knew that, you know, I knew I didn't want to write just one subject book. I mean, people have written, you know, Ben Elton wrote a book about um, infertility. Yes. And, uh, I know I wanted to try and cram it all in, you know, that's the, you know, that was my fresh take on it, mm. really, that I, that I wanted to try and get the, get the line. And I mean, I think what, yeah, I think certain of your books as well, um, are almost like screenplays. Um, you know, I mean, I've I've seen the movie in my head, you know, a thousand times of, you know, how these could actually play out so well. I mean, you could even pick your cast. Um, is, is that a temptation to actually, you know, go to screen, you know, go to screenplay and actually, you know, take one of your novels to? Well, like, I I mean, I guess I think you know it's a generational thing. I think mm. probably you know anybody that's grown up mm. post-war really, you, see, you think in filmic terms. Mm. You know, you just mm. see it. You yes, know, it do. Yeah, you know, a lot of our a lot of our ideas and stories, I think, come from come from the movies. Mm. Um, I mean, this one kind of worked. This one, I mean, sometimes it's just the choices that you make, and this one really seems to work. Film. I mean, it's get the reaction that it's getting in Hollywood because every book does the rounds of yes. Hollywood, and this is just getting a just a completely different reaction to anything I've had in the past. I mean, Miramax bought. Man and Boy for a million dollars, but there was never any, there was never any real excitement about yeah. Man and Boy, you know, yeah. sort of a project that mm. Harvey Weinstein was interested in, and, yes. you know, he saw something in the book that reminded him of his relationship to his dad, right. so, you know, but Miramax, who had, turned, who had turned the book down, were instructed to go and get it, and they did, and, mm. and then after a year, and after all this money, when Martin Scorsese was going way over budget on Gangs in New York, yes. dropped a lot of projects, and, and Man and Boy was one of Oh, okay. so it's kind of, you know, and that's, you think, well, what happened there? You yes. Know, like a starlet from Boise, Ohio, who's been yes. pumped and dumped on yes. the fat producer's floor, you know, his casting. Mm, you, know, mm. you know, you just can't understand the economics of it. But, yeah, Anthony Miguel is interested in this. Julia Roberts is interested in mm, it. So, mm. you know, it's, it's kind of, you never know, I mean, that could be... Well, it's like the music industry, isn't it? <laughs> you know, having come from that, I mean, it, as I said, it's from, you know, out of the fat into the fire, I suppose it's just, you know, it's a different piece, but the the rules are still the same ultimately, because I, I think in many cases, you know, the, the thought process behind it isn't isn't really there, it's just done, Yeah. you know, um, yeah. I think that's... Publishing, if you, you know, if someone gave you a million dollars, they would make sure your book was written. Well, you would think so, yeah. And they would make sure it was a number one bestseller. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a frightening place if you think about it that that kind of money can be thrown around and then still have it ejected. You know, um, it doesn't make sense. Um, if you can just on a whim decide to do that, um, you know, you would like. I mean, I think again, I think like so many movies, like so many books, the you know the readers um, will ultimately decide a book's fate um, if it's given the opportunity to to get there. But uh, I think what will probably happen is that you'll be able to negotiate uh, far better, you know, as things move forward. Because if they do come back to you, I'm sure you're going to have a totally different take on it because there'll be certain preconditions. Yeah, well, uh, and also I won't expect it to, you know, no. ironically, because if, you know, if I've had, you know, a big director or a big 
actress attached, and there'd be a very good chance they'd get made. But I, you know, wouldn't have those expectations. Whereas before, you know, I was practically buying my tickets, yeah. my, you know, my choc ice. You know, yeah. You know, I just didn't. I just thought, well, this is definitely happening. Yes. How could it not happen? True. And they're throwing this sort of money around, but you know, it's actually in their in their terms. It's it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, to the point that because I mean, when when you let a book go and it goes to print, um, you know, it's it's almost like a divorce, I suppose, because this has been your baby, you know, yeah. for the, and then doing it again. I mean, I think the, the book is quite sacred because nobody can mess with it. If you take it to another medium, then you would almost want to insist on who you would, you know, who would be cast, who would be involved, um, because I think the story could, you know, and, and the, the entire plot could be, um, you know, your book could be misrepresented. I mean, is, is, is that yeah. something, you, you know, that's... I can't, you know, it's, it's such a... Um, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a great believer in that they can't, they can't really ruin a book and they can't improve upon it. Mm. You know, as you say, the book exists, it's mm. its own entity mm. and I think it's good to, because in the States they tend to see the movie, it's just really the second half, yes. know, the other the other half of the process that you write, that you write the book. And when you do interviews in America, they, they always, you know, well, when's the movie happening? Mm. Of course, mm. you know, most books don't get made into movies, no. even huge bestsellers. And, True. Um, so, you know, I kind of think you, it's more like watching a kid grow up and yeah. giving them the keys to Um, 
tested my urine sample and he came back and he gave it to her. Mm. And it was cold. She knew immediately. Yeah, that he had swapped it out. That it wasn't his. Yes. You know, he'd swapped it because... Yeah, he was taking... He needed the fire and he, yes. he needed to pass the medical. Oh, um, she, you know, she let him get away with mm. it. So I, I just mm. thought that that... You know, I couldn't have imagined that. No. You know, I couldn't have... I just could not have imagined a thing like that. And I think just the little... You know, the fabric and the texture of, of these other lives and other careers and other experiences is what makes it work. Mm, 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 and right. you see something about, you know, you see something about the character, you see a humanity. But that's the thing, yeah. It's it's not just, I mean, what you get from that, you know, from that from that paragraph is, as you say, it's, it's layered upon layered. And um, again, people, that's the beauty of it, is that a thousand interpretations will come from that because people can relate to it on different levels. If not directly, you know, otherwise, and which I, that, again, I think that's the that's the beauty of of each of your books. Um, well, Tony, thank you. Um, I know, as I say, I'm sure you are ready to pack and, uh, and be on your way. Are you are you are you travelling alone? Are you going to take some of the family with? No, I'm going to be travelling alone. Okay. Travelling alone, but I'm going to see some. Uh, my I've got a friend in Hong Kong, and it's his twentieth uh, anniversary in Hong Kong. Oh, fantastic. On my way down there on a Saturday down there. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see him go to his twentieth anniversary party. I sent a chapter there. <laughs> <laughs>